Wait till Chuck gets back there. There we go. Okay. Well, good morning again. Glad you're all here. Um, I'm going to do just a couple announcements because I don't know uh, where we stand with that. But there's no Wednesday night Bible study this week. Uh, obviously, pastor's gone. That's why I'm up here. Um, Saturday, October 6th, there's a combined men's and women's breakfast, and we're followed by a work bee. So we'd encourage everybody to come. Uh, there's some things that we want to do to get the church ready for winter. So uh, we'd like you to be there for that. And also, as I was looking out on the sign-up sheet, there's a couple other things. There's an uh, adult dinner night at uh, Basil Leaf, and there's also a women's, what is it, women's day, I guess it is, that Finger Lakes, do you know? At Finger Lakes, Calvary Chapel, and there's a sign-up sheet for that out there too. So you know where the sign-ups are in the office there. There's, there's sign-up sheets so you can sign up for them. Okay, today what I'm going to do is a little different than I'm not going to go through uh, or pick up where Pastor was because we'd rather have them do that when they come back. So I'm just going to give a little uh, brief talk on the Psalms, uh, a little history, a uh, little information. And what basically I'd like to do is encourage everybody to study the Bible themselves, to get in the Bible, to read. There's so much you know, in the Psalms, so much in the whole Bible that you can... Uh, gather and it, as I was going through these uh, psalms, it was just amazing how much you can find for comfort and and peace just by reading the psalms. Yeah. Let's start with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, the way you watch over us. We thank you that our pastor, we believe, is safe and sound where they're going to be, and they found a place to stay. And uh, we do pray for the people in the hurricane areas. As the waters, some of the waters are still rising, we just pray for safety for them. We pray that people would uh, be willing to leave and, and just be safe. But most of all, we pray for salvation, that they would see that your hand is upon all of them and, and uh, they can just call out for you for help. So we thank you again for this day. Bless it and use it and bless this word, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to do just a little bit of history. In the Psalms, uh, really in, in Hebrew... The Psalms is, is a praise, or it's a book of praises. And we all know that by reading the Psalms, we can, every time we go through them, we, we see how much we can use them for prayer. In the Greek, it's really uh, more for an instrumental type of thing. And again, uh, it's a book of worship, but it's also a hymn book. It's what the, the uh, Jewish people use as a hymn book in the temple. So in both the Hebrew and the Greek, there's a root meaning of playing instrumental music. And this is evidence in a lot of the Psalms. For instance, in Psalm 81, verses 3 and 4, it says, Blow the trumpet at the time of the new moon, at the full moon on our solemn feast day. For this is a statue for Israel, a law of God of Jacob. So they use the Psalms, you know, we, we read them just as, as reading. Sometimes they, they're put to word or to music. Sometimes we read them and say, how would they ever put that to music? They just don't seem to flow like that. But in the Hebrew and the Greek, uh, they were used for that. Now, there's a total of 150 psalms. 73 of the psalms are ascribed to being written by David. Uh, and we find this in Acts 2, 25. It says, for David says concerning him, I foresaw the law always... For the Lord always before my face, 
For he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. And this is quoted, he quoted that from Psalm 16, verses 8 through 11. Again, in Hebrews 4, 7, it says, Again, he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time, as it has been said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And that comes from Psalm 95, verse 8. So in the, Old, in the New Testament, there's many references to the Psalms. Now, some of the other writers of the Psalms are Moses. He wrote one Psalm, which is Psalm 90. And it's titled, when you start, you know, open your, when you open it and look at 90, it's titled, A Prayer of Moses, the Man of God. Solomon wrote two Psalms. He wrote Psalm 72 and Psalm 127. Then we find the sons of Korah wrote 11 Psalms. Now, who were these sons of Korah? We know that in Korah, we often hear of Korah and Korah's rebellion in number 16. But Korah, it says, was the son of Ishar, I'm going to mess up these names, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi. And we read in 1 Chronicles 16, starting at verse 31, Now these are the men whom David appointed over the service of song in the house of the Lord after the ark came to rest. They were ministering with music before the dwelling place of the tabernacle. And verse 33 says, And these are the ones who ministered with their sons of the sons of the Kohathites. So it's not, you know, these are relatives of, of Korah. So this is one thing that we can take from that and see how important the sons of Korah are that to be uh, written in the book, or 11 Psalms attributed to them. And they were in the ministry even after what happened to Korah, the, fa- the father of the Korahites. So it's something that we can be encouraged in, I believe, that we can be useful to the Lord no matter what happened in our past or in our family's past or anybody else's past. Now we have Asaph, who wrote 12 Psalms. And if you're like me, I was wondering who was Asaph. And we find in First Chronicles where David was appointing men over the service of song in the house of the Lord. And in verse 39, it mentions, and his brother Asaph. So here we have another one uh, writing in the Psalms. First Chronicles 16, verse 4, and he appointed some of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord. And it says, starts with Asaph the chief. So Asaph was the chief of those who ministered to the Lord. So obviously he was another very important person in the Bible. <clears throat> and we also read in Second Chronicles 29.30, Moreover, King Hezekiah and the leaders commanded the Levites to sing praise to the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph. So here we have Asaph being kind of equal to David as far as the writers of the Psalms. Now we have Psalm 89 which was written by Ethan the Ezraite, who we find was a very, very wise man. He's mentioned in 1 Kings 4, 31. Now this is speaking of Solomon. It says, For he was wiser than all men, meaning Solomon, than Ethan the Ezraite and Heman. So obviously Ezra, Ethan was very smart. He's, he's put on you know, kind of par with, with Solomon and his wisdom. And the rest of the psalms, there's a lot of psalms that they really don't know who were written by. A lot of them are attributed to David. Um, These they call orphanic or orphan psalms because they really don't know who wrote them. 
Now, here's some interesting facts that I found in, about the Psalms. The key word in the Psalms is hallelujah or praise the Lord. For example, Psalm 150 uses hallelujah, it uses it 150 times. Psalm 119 is considered the center of the Bible. Now, the Psalms are divided into five sections, which correspond with the five books of the law. And there, if you read through them, there's a doxology at the end of each section. The first section, Psalm 1 through 41, so 41 ends with verse 13. It says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, amen and amen. Section 2, 42 through 72, chapter 72, verse 20, ends with the prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. Section 3, chapter 73 through 89, verse 89, verse 52, says, Blessed be the Lord God, be the Lord forevermore. Amen and amen. Section 4, chapters 90 through 106, so chapter 106, verse 48, <clears throat> says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Section 5, 107 to 150, in chapter 150, verse 6, says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's over 100 references of the Psalms in the New Testament. And how many times do we ourselves, you know, we read the Psalms or we encourage others. Somebody's going through a difficult time. So many times we just refer them to the Psalms. And this has been really true down through the ages. And here's some uh, quotes. Augustine is quoted as saying, they are the epitome of the whole scripture. Martin Luther said, they are the little book for all saints. John Calvin said, they are the anatomy of all parts of the soul. And this one I like. Vernon McGee said, the book of Psalms is a hymn, H-Y-M-N book, and a hymn, capital H-I-M book. Even Jesus, this is what Jesus said in Luke 24, verse 46. It says, Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled that were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. So obviously the Psalms were important to Jesus also. And here's some of the Psalms that I believe he was talking about. One of them says, how much God loves us. Verse 72, verse 14, he says, He will redeem their life from oppression and violence, and precious shall be their blood in his sight. And this is speaking of Jesus. We find creation in the Psalms. In Psalm 95, verse 5, we say, says, For the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Also in Psalm 102, verse 25, it says, Of old you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Now regarding who he was, we read in Psalm 96, verse 13, For he is coming, for he is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness. In Psalm 72, verse 2, it says, He will judge your people with righteousness and you're poor with justice. Psalm 96, verse 13 says, He is coming 
for he's coming to judge the earth. Who can that be except Jesus, speaking of Jesus? And we also know that Jesus, the Son of God, is the Son of God, and he's speaking about fulfilling the Psalms. In Psalm 2, verse 7, it says, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, You are my son today. Today I have begotten you. And the Psalms also declare the rejection, the death, and the ascension of Jesus, just as he was speaking of fulfilling the Psalms. Regarding his rejection, we read in Psalm 2, verses 1 through 3, it says, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointing, his anointed. So we know, you know, it was the rulers and the people that uh, rejected Jesus. They're the ones who put him to death. And this was spoken of in the Psalms how many years ago before Jesus was even born. At his death, Jesus spoke the words of Psalm 22, verse 1, where he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We also know that not one of his bones were broken, fulfilling the prophecy in Psalm 34, verse 20. It says, He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. Also fulfilled was Psalm 69, verse 21, where it says, They gave me gall for my food, and for my thirst gave me vinegar to drink. So even before Jesus was born, here's talk about his resurrection, his rejection, his ascension, uh, speaking of that he was the Son of God. All this found in the Psalms. Uh, I don't have much more to say about that. I just mainly wanted to encourage people to get in their Bibles, to read, to study for themselves, because this is, you know, there's so much, and that's just one, one book, the Psalms, where you can find all these things and just such a comfort they can bring to your heart. And I'd like to finish. We're going to finish really early, I guess. I told Chuck keep singing, but he didn't. <laughs> So I'd like to finish by reading the last psalm, which really speaks to all of us. So Psalm 150, if you want to turn there, we can read it together. Psalm 150 says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's all I have. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for blessing us with it. We thank you, Lord, and just pray that this would be an encouragement for people to maybe read one psalm a day, maybe read a half a psalm a day, uh, but just encourage people to start reading their Bibles, to study their Bibles, and to use their Bibles to encourage other people 
uh, in their trials and difficulties and, and things that happen in their lives. Because we know all, word, all things are found in your word and so many, so many are found in the Psalms. So we thank you for this time. We thank you for everyone who's here. And we ask you to protect and keep everyone safe as they travel home. So we thank you for blessing Chuck with the music and uh, just using this little church to speak your word. And we thank you all these things. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.